Hi, and welcome to the podcast today. 155 in Podcastville on a very chilly day. You wanted your holiday lights? You brought the chills as well. I hate you. No, I, I don't hate I hate I hate the chills and the weather. Uh, don't Beth- take it back. Don't retract. Bethany is Bethany has returned with uh with some new family in tow. I can say that, right? New family. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. You, like so uh you I forget uh I had guessed last what was last week? Did did, did he get married last Tyler's week? Tyler's wedding. Well, we had the rehearsal on Friday, so. Last week. Yeah. Okay, and then 2 weeks ago Jaden was here. Um yeah, we haven't we haven't spoken for a while. So yeah, he got married. You call her your sister-in-law? Yeah. Okay. And I am not going to ask anything more. But um, welcome to the Urbanski family. That's right. Okay. We have another Urbanski. Um. God, this is this is kind of jarring. There's thing, things I wanted to get to, and I wasn't completely prepared. Uh, let's let's. Let's pick up where we where we were talking about a couple of months ago because your child continues to be like a dog, right? She is convinced that she is a dog and she's trying to convince me that she's a dog. Because I and I don't I don't understand the fascination with the dog food bowls and the water dish. Like I I'm sure all kids go through that phase. I'm but I'm, like I'm gonna guess that they don't. <laughs> I mean I, maybe not. I've never favorite activity is to mess with the dog food bowls. Um, she likes to eat the dog food. She likes to play in the water. She Now, last night, she started putting her face in the water and lapping it up like a dog. I'm raising a dog. Well, uh, you, you've been raising two for a while. Um, <laughs> yeah. I can see where she's going. Like, She's similarly sized. Um, it's accessible. Uh, Tucker is kind of a maniac with his toys. I could see how she finds that fun. Um, yeah. We we live in a very accepting era where <laughs> True. if your kid is non-binary, they think they don't. Their sexuality is is up in the air. Um, Can you imagine me like, well, my my child now identifies as a dog. Yes, that's where I was going with that. I I think you should <laughs> like, let you should let her identify as a dog. Um, yeah, I think maybe we'll wait until she even knows what that means before we she, let that determination come to play. She knows what that means. She she realizes the difference, and she has chosen her preferred lifestyle. Let, now, look, I like to, I don't say this publicly a lot, but I just kind of think to myself when parents tell me about their kids, um, and they kind of roll, some roll their eyes too, like, my daughter thinks she's a lesbian, and the kid's like 12 or 13, or they're young, and I'm like, and I yeah, think- Yeah, but you're old enough to know at that point. Even not like even younger ages, and the the human brain is not fully formed during those years, and like you're still eating glue then, so like let's just relax, like let your kid be what they want to be, but also let's not like put an exclamation point or like put a period at the end of anything during during anything in anybody's teens, like what you like, what you want to be anything like i thought there'd never be a day where i would put an onion in my mouth i love onions now so um so let maddie live her best dog life uh for now it's it well it's no it's not even fine because i don't need her eating dog food it can't taste good that's what i understand i give her all the good tasting things she could want but she goes for the dog food like you can't tell me that tastes good I don't like sushi. The rest of the world loves sushi. Who am I? Sushi like, is delicious. Taste, taste, and, and beauty is subjective. She might love the taste of dog food. Oh, I uh, find that hard to believe. But. I I think that 
the acceptance has to be there like when we were exchanging some text messages today. When um, you say to the boys, you guys want to go out, and she runs to the door too, it's over. Let her let her wag that tail. <laughs> I mean, it would be easier. Yeah, and you could have saved so much on diapers. You're right. You're right. Uh, she's attempting to walk or she's getting close. She's really close. Like, she, she can take a couple steps. I mean, she's still... I still wouldn't say she's confident um, in in her walking, but she's really close. Like, as soon as she realizes that she's got the balance, she is going to be gone. She's so close. Not for that head. Um, did did <laughs> she skip crawling? Because you were concerned for a long time. Like, she hated being on her belly. She was like a, a turtle on its back or something, right? Yeah. No, she still crawls, and she's... But she wasn't, right? Speedy Gonzalez on on crawling. She wasn't. She didn't want to crawl for a long time. But now she knows she can get into everything. So she's like, oh, yes. She is a unique child. Full speed ahead. Um, To to emphasize my point that, like, nobody should put a period on on their child until they're, like, 30 or so. When Maddie has some maybe questionable, well, let's we'll go questionable choice in, in friends when she's six, seven, eight years old. And she's like, Mom, but I really like Ronnie. And you can go, little girl, you ate dog food. I don't trust anything you like. <laughs> I'm not going to do that. But it's true. Um, Are you at school? I am. I am at work. Yes, I am. Uh, Sabria Davis reached out to me the other day. Yeah, I miss her. She uh, She's cool. Right there with, like, actually more. It made me blush more so than I. I got into the local celebrity category for Best of Toledo. She asked to come back on the podcast. That's cool. And uh, her business is wild now. Like, I knew she was doing well in the summertime with you. You know her little picnic thing, right? Uh huh. Not yep. little at all. And I had asked her, um, I went to the website, I was like, is this website more advanced and sophisticated and with more offerings? She's like, yup. Like, she's got a <laughs> ton of stuff going on. And that girl is, that girl's like, I want to, I want to pull her into things. I want her into the chase first. Pull her in. You might want to get consent. But that's 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 rude, and she's also she's got to be like twenty two or twenty three, right? No, I bet she's older than that. Oh, really? Mid twenties. Oh, yeah. okay. Is she? Um, and then I looked at her picture yesterday because she's got a big picture on the website, like about the about the owner. And I I told her I was like, "You're gorgeous." Like all the people. By the she way, she's beautiful. If you haven't noticed, I'm very feisty today, and like I saw her picture, and I know this is a sensitive subject, not for me though. Um, like in the same way that people are like, you don't like sushi. Um, I always give a weird eye to the people who don't like, um, natural hair on people of color. Cause yeah, I don't understand that. Cause I fought like I, every time I see, especially like an African American female, if they have natural hair, I'm like, you are a bad bitch like that. I just, I assume that you, I am not worthy of your friendship. Like I would like Alex a lot less if she didn't have that hair. I yeah, I I agree. I love it. And Sabria's hair, ugh, like it it makes my heart flutter. So, um, yeah, hell, she's gorgeous. To hell with those people who don't like that and, and make it a hard time. Um, what else did I want to ask you? I have like a like I I have I have a long list of stuff. Um, let me run this by you. So, um, as as a woman who works at a school. In the city of mm-hmm. Toledo, so TPS has given all their kids off next week. They were, I think, they were off. Went. They're actually only giving them off Monday and Tuesday. I think they were already off Thursday, Friday, and Wednesday, which I never had as a kid. And it's supposed to be a wellness week. Um, I think it's like for mental health and wellness. And the small print was like, well, the the headline was, it's for the kids to have a real respite, and it's been a tough. Two years, like let them go home, let them go play Fortnite or whatever. But uh, there's also like a wellness aspect to it. I believe they're doing some vaccination um, clinics for for the kids at the schools. Oh, that's a good idea. So, but it, if you go with the wellness part of it, 
What are your thoughts on that? Like you see kids every day, many of whom would be in TPS um, and are in challenging situations. How, how do you feel about that idea? Well, I can tell you we did the same thing. Well, look at that. Yeah, our kids are off all next week. Um, I, I think it's a good idea. I think uh, I think everybody's burning the candle at both ends. And um, if we can take the break, we should take the break. So I'm, I'm very glad I'm actually going to take the break, uh, which never happens. So you will not see me in the building either next week. So I'm excited about that. Yeah, we're probably we're most likely not podcasting on Friday. I mean, we can maybe do it earlier in the week and knock a couple out or something. But what are your Thanksgiving? I thought we were going to like compare Thanksgiving dinner stories. <laughs> where did where did you get that idea? Like, what, what kind of crack were you doing at your brother's wedding? Like you what, are. What are you talking you about? Are, you're a different woman this week of dodging my phone calls and my text messages. I, I am not dodging. Oh, you were abs- I've been very busy. Well, that you can go, you can text back. Like, I can't read your mind. You can text back and go, things are crazy. I'll get with you soon. Uh, yes. R- rude ass. You were right. And I did not do that. Uh, I, I don't think Alex was trying to get me to go to her Thanksgiving. And I was like, uh, black family clap back Thanksgiving. And I don't think it was that side of the family, but it was a no. Where where, and how will your Thanksgiving go down? I honestly have no idea. Is that because of the <laughs> I, things we can't currently talk about? No, no. It just, we haven't even talked about it. Um, we usually, we're a last minute type of family. Um, I, I do believe that we are going to Josh's mom and dad's, like, Thanksgiving morning, probably for like lunch, and then we usually try to go to whatever my my side of the family figures out for Thanksgiving. Um, but yeah, we haven't even uh, gotten to that point because my parents went to Florida uh, for my birthday without me, and so they just got back. And your dad almost uh, so died. Yeah, we... You let him do whatever the fuck he wants. <laughs> yes, I know, um, but they could have taken me with them. But no, we haven't uh, actually solidified any plans yet. So what we're usually, a little last minute, Lucy, what, this year. What usually winds up happening? Uh, like, where do you usually um, wind up? We usually go um, either my mom and dad, which probably isn't happening this year, or my aunt Pat usually has Thanksgiving. So we're, I'm guessing we're going to my aunt Pat's house at some point. When did your dad get sick last year? Right after Thanksgiving, so I'm trying not to go into a dark place with some PTSD. Um, I did. I will tell you, I hooked up with a therapist. Good um, for you. So I'm very, I'm very excited about that. However, she can't see me until January sixth. Yeah, you. <laughs> you and everybody else. What did yeah. you? You have anxiety issues. That's why you don't drink coffee. Correct. Uh, what do you want to? What What pressed you into this? Um, this is more of an, I'm not sure, um, but I've noticed, you know, probably in the last six months that uh, something ain't right. And I I don't know if it's like a postpartum situation, but, mm. and this this just could be my own naivete or whatever you call it. Good but, word. Um, That's cool. I, I always assumed that postpartum kind of like you didn't want anything to do with your kid, like you kind of resented motherhood type situation, but I'm kind of the reverse. Like the only thing I care about is my kid and everything else can just F off. That's kind of how I'm feeling. And I don't normally feel that way. So I'm not, I'm not sure what it is, but I'm, I don't know if it's like a postpartum thing that I just need to sort out, but trying to just trying to get to the bottom of it. Even if it's, even if it's not um, like, obviously I don't know all the, the symptoms and signs, Generally speaking, that might, I mean, that sounds pretty normal. Like you, you, you made it all, I mean, you were getting close to the I've time. I've had a rough two years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and like, I, we didn't even know you wanted to have a kid. And here you are, you're like, you're, you're going to get to 40 soon and you're popping out a kid. And it's, right. been, it's been very easy. Um, but I could see how she immediately became the center of your galaxy. And right. even, even if, you just have to have an objective voice go, 
if you do too much of this, you're going to miss out on a lot of other things and Maddie will be fine. Just to kind of set you a little bit straight or whether it's more serious than that, I think it's great that you're going to talk to somebody. Right. And even if there's like a little bit level of depression, like I just want to, like there's certain things in my life that I've been like, maybe I need to like cut this out to just have less on my plate. But I don't know if it's, I don't know if I'm not enjoying it because I'm in a sort of depression or if I'm not enjoying it because I just, it's time to move on from doing it. Um, so that kind of thing. Like, I don't, I don't like making rash, rash decisions and I don't want to make decisions when I know that I've gone through a rough two years and I don't want to make decisions based on a, a current mental state that might change. Sure. If I've talked to somebody. So that's kind of where I'm at. Don't make decisions when you're in any kind of heavy emotion, good or bad, because you exactly. may, may regret it and emotions cloud. Even at, even like normal emotions can cloud sound decision making. Right, um, right, exactly. I had my fourth visit with my new therapist yesterday. Where are you? <laughs> you're Now you're gone. Where are you? I'm at school. Oh, are you like me meandering around the hallways? Um, yes, I am. Hmm. I had to go deliver a deposit. Oh, doing okay. big things today. Um, I wasn't going to bring this up because we don't ever talk about uh, in between my ears too much. And by the way, I mentioned that to somebody yesterday, and they're like, "Oh, you have a headache." I'm like, "Ah, you missed the idiom." Um, but <laughs> I, had, I I had my fourth visit with my new therapist yesterday, and I I really clicking with her. Um, good. Two weeks ago. She had told me the the diagnosis that the evaluator threw out was dysthymia, which is yeah. it used it used to be called persistent depression disorder, and oh. it it made a lot of sense to me. It's like when you have acute depression, it's what it sounds like for two weeks, like you're in the pits of hell, and it goes away. Uh, yeah. as, as opposed to. I think you know me pretty well. Like this, like persistent disorder, depression. It's just low level and always there. Um, right. You've known me long enough to know that I completely uh, concur with that. Because well, yeah, because you've taken medication for it for a very long time, and I'm never happy. Um, I don't. Well, not never, <laughs> but if we're doing like the, the 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 pie chart of happiness and joy in my life. There's a lot of red. There's like, it's probably like 80, 20 red to green. And it ain't Christmas I'm talking about. So I was like, yes, that makes a lot of sense. But yesterday, um, she brought back the bipolar two thing. And I kind of left there with more, more questions than answers. And every session is not going to be a revelation, but it had me sure. thinking about a lot of things, and I don't want to drag this all out because I do want to hear about some more of your stuff. But uh, last night, I, I was looking up dysthymia. Not like a, oh, God, am I going to die kind of way. I was already very confident that, you know, that that's pretty descriptive of me. But I was deflated in looking through Wikipedia and every other reasonable website. Like, it's good that I'm doing all the things that somebody who has that... Um, should be doing anyway. Medication, the right medications for the most part. Um, CBT, some mindfulness things. Like I like know what upsets you, keep the toxicity out of your life. Everything. Like I, I, I do a really good job of it, and you know most people should probably work on those skills, and they they will feel better. I promise them. And right. the bad part is, I'm doing all that shit, and I still don't feel great. And when I, when I was reading through everything, I did not come out of it with like, uh, there was no aha moment or exclamation point where it was like, you're going to feel okay, buddy. And I was like, and, and that was kind of upsetting. I'm like, and, and I've always thought like, maybe this is just what and who I am. And after several more decades of just being blah, I'm going to jump in front of a train. <laughs> that That's why I'm in therapy. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. When you, when you realize it's kind of like a chronic thing like that, it just sucks. Cause you're like, well, this is my life. I just have to figure out how I'm going to manage it. But, um, have you been in therapy before? No. Really? No. Everybody else in my family has. <laughs> just not me. Tyler too? 
Oh, yeah. What Tyler, do you mind talking about what Tyler went for? Oh, his is all anxiety, too. Mm. Uh, your mom and dad, same thing? Um. Yeah, I don't know that they've, I can't say they've actually been to therapy, per se. Um, But my mom definitely takes medication. What does she take? Good question. It was like at the very beginning, I think she was taking Prozac, but I think she'd take something else. Does wait, does Tyler take a medication? Um, yes, he does now. He didn't used to, but he does now as an adult. How how has your man? How I don't know if we ever picked this apart. How has your how does your anxiety manifest itself? I know you said when you drank coffee, like it it, it activated it, but what were the symptoms? Um, I would get, um, like, like physical ailments, like your whole body, like Mm. feels like it's burning. My heart would race. Um, I would get really nauseous, kind of like that, just debilitating, like dread, just like, I don't know if you've ever had this, but like, you like your whole body just flushes with heat. Mm Mm-hmm. And it's like, yep, I'm going to die now. <laughs> like, so I feel like what, you're going to have a stroke. Was it, is it strictly physical or were you thinking awful things that caused, like, was your mind escaping you and it caused those physical problems? Oh, yeah. It's usually like, like the first thing that ever happened that set it off was when I was a teenager and I had auditioned to be a caravan kid and I was, I had signed up to like do this summer tour with them. And I was going to be gone for like a month and a half, maybe. We were going to like six different cities. And I I had never really been away from home before. So that was terrifying. And it wasn't, we were like on a camping trip with my family. It was some random day, middle of the night. I woke up and flipped out. Like massive panic attack. I can't do this. I can't go. Um, just freaking the the f out, and I, it had never happened before. But because of because I was terrified to leave and go on this tour, they were like, "Well, you're having a panic attack." Like it was it was anxiety, mm. and I think we were in like Frankenmuth, Michigan. So I they took me to like an urgent care or something so I could talk to somebody because I I was not okay. Um, and I think they gave me just like a you know quick kind of downer so that I would calm down. Um, but that was like the first time that I had a full blown crazy panic attack. And then it just kind of like took off from there. Like anytime there was change, um, it could set me off any type of like, uh, like, like big, but wasn't even big change. Like if I got a new cell phone, I would like have a panic attack for like a week Why? because something was different. Ah. I, I don't know. And I, I, I could never really put my finger on it. Um, and just certain random things would, would set me off. Um, so now that I'm on medication, that's changed. So now it's usually only if there's like huge life changes, um, that, that will set me off, which thankfully don't happen very often. Um, and even if it it does set me off, it doesn't last as long. I wouldn't be surprised if the last two years and, and the Maddie stuff is not, and I, I have no fucking idea, so go to therapy. But uh, since <laughs> you lean more towards anxiety, but anxiety and depression are inextricably linked, um, and I literally know nothing about postpartum stuff, but it, it the Maddie stuff could be anxiety. Um, I mean, there is nothing bigger in your life than her um and and maybe it's just taken longer for you to get over so the little things that you can normally manage subconsciously um have taken longer because she's just taken she means so much as she should like you should be concerned about keeping your child alive you've done a great job so far right right yeah yeah so i i think it's just a lot of different things that are manifesting um Especially now that, like, we've been thrust back into regular life. So we can't, like, I can't coddle myself with the fact that I can work from home and I don't have, like, the stress of work and juggling who's going to pick up my kid and who's watching my kid and, like, 
I have to get my kid at this certain time, but then I have to go back to work. Like I, I was able to coddle that for a while and now it's like, I can't, I just have to live my regular life, but I also have this child that I'm responsible for. So it's, you, I think it's just a, a lot. You brought that grief on yourself. Like that kid wasn't going to watch itself like a dog. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. I did it to myself. Um, and I'm sure like, I'm sure other parents that have like, you know, older than one year olds are like, girl, get over it. It's not that big of a deal. I'm sure everybody else is like, this is normal. Like, get over it. Yeah. My, uh, I just, I mean, you know, it'll be interesting to see, like, obviously kids now, like your kids, like they're going to be different in some ways because they've been schooled through COVID, but you made a COVID baby. And I'm Uh, wondering, I like nuclear babies or whatever the hell they used to call things, but, um, it'll be interesting. I was just talking to another friend of mine about this today. She had a COVID baby as well. Well, um, I made a baby before COVID was a thing, so I didn't do it on purpose. You conceived, you made during. No, it was before. It was January, beginning of January. You conceived. And COVID wasn't until March. You conceived before, but then we're making. I'm not going to tell well, you. Yeah, about I'm not going to. I'm not going to tell you about listen. your own anatomy. I, I, I mean, maybe this is the fucking problem. Um, she was two months, two, two months. I was two, mu- two, three months in before we even realized COVID was a thing. And you were making her, and most That's of right. her, most of her being made and grown was during COVID. We all remember it was like it was October. I was sitting here in the morning, and we're like, yes, Bethany, sir. you want a podcast? And you were like all doped up in in <laughs> labor doing a podcast and. <laughs> Drunk as yeah, fuck. let's do it. <laughs> um, that, was, that was that was good content. That was a time, all right. That was a time. Um, what else did I? It, it, I'm sure the answer is yes, but I'm curious. And if you want to slam him, by all means, has Gerky like not been flexible with like work from home? Oh no, he is 100. percent We're just all very busy. So it's not like we're not all pulling, like we're all trying to pull our own weight. So maybe, maybe you should do less expanding and more hiring of employees. Ooh. Uh, yeah. Well, shush. And by the way, you totally short shrifted that big ass expansion last week. Cause the last time you were on, you mentioned, it and I was like, Oh, that's cool. There'll be like an outdoor school shop and you can, you know, promote some TSA stuff. You totally okay. short shrifted that compared to the big press release. Oh, yeah, it's going to be massive. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah. Um, what else is happening in your life? Or do you want to jump to weekend stuff? What else is happening? This weekend is crazy. Josh's sister gets married tomorrow. What? And then, I know. And then Maddie is getting baptized on Sunday. What? What is it? Okay. What does that mean? Like, you know what a bris is, right? No. When a little Jewish boy is six days old, they <laughs> circumcise it in a big ceremony oh. and... Wait, 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 Like, what What do you mean a big ceremony? So, I... Like, rem- they do it in public? I remember my brothers. Um, and apparently the rabbi that did mine was there for my brothers. And no, no lie, he rode the same motorcycle to to mine and to my brothers who's at the house I'm fairly certain all were gathered in the dining room which went into the kitchen and they were watching the rabbi do the uh, do the circumcision as my brother was on the table and there was lots of screams and stuff stop it stop it right now that is supposed to happen in a hospital with sterile equipment, not in somebody's kitchen. Oh, I'm sure it was very sterile. I mean, well, my mom didn't clean the kitchen all that well, but I'm sure oh, whatever the Jesus. rabbi did was very sterile. Oh, oh, oh. If oh, you had a boy, oh, oh. would you... Where is the, uh, we're not going to circumcise our kid coming from? Wait, what? There's kind of a little thing out there that thinks it's it's mutilation, and I can I can understand that, but... I, I, I can understand that, um... But I'm uh, about hygiene, and I think it's more hygienic to have it right. that way. It's extra. So, like, if you had, a, yeah, if you had a third arm, you'd cut it off. You don't need it. Yeah, 
I don't know. I don't. I don't have a boy. I haven't had to make that decision. All right. So, wh- what is baptizing like? Is that they slam dunk the kid in water, right? <laughs> kind of. They gently pour holy water over your head, but it's just like a welcome to the Christian faith. And now Josh and I are not very religious, um, but my family is pretty religious, and I would just feel better about my grandmother's watching over me if my child was baptized i don't i don't think i will like like she's not i don't think she's gonna go to catholic school and um you know do do all all of that business if she decides that she wants to do whatever she can but i just yeah i just i chose to to have her baptized but we're doing it at um Trinity 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 Church downtown and I love them um Lisa Tucker Gray who is the the pastor doing it is an amazing person and uh so I I really enjoy her and I enjoy that church so that's where we're gonna do it but it seems like a nice church I know people speak highly of it they have, they have like some weekly or monthly or quarterly like yard sale or flea market or there's a shop that you can go in there and buy stuff from yep Yep, there's a shop there. That's like a. Uh, so, what's the dunking in water of? What, what's that? That's is that another kind of baptism? Uh, like they... I mean, it's like I think different religion, like branches of religion, do it differently. Like when you my baptism, they just kind of like gently pour the holy water over your head while they like pray over you and stuff. I think it might be Baptist or it's, I think there are religions that like literally dunk the kid in a vat of, of holy water. Um, that's, that's not my experience, but, and everybody does it differently. Like some, some religions you don't get baptized until you're older. Um, so it's just different, but this one will be just a nice gentle little trickle over her head. More questions. What does a baptism cost? Uh, nothing. What? Yeah. Is it part of like the church fees that you pay or can you just like, just walk in one day and be like, baptize the kid? <clears throat> yeah. I mean, it's not, you don't have to like pay to play <laughs> kind of a situation. You have to pay to be a part of a synagogue, um, but you can just be a part of a church. Yeah. Well, I guess if they're planning on brainwashing you, then yeah, I wouldn't make you pay. Oh my either. gosh. Stop. Um, how do they make the water? What makes the water holy? You pray over it. I mean, and I don't I don't have that ability because I am not the priest or bishop. I will let or you what in, have you. I'm going to let you in on I'm a little not the secret. Pope. <laughs> I don't know if the pope can make water holy. Unless you can do, Listen. unless you can define for me certain traits that, what's the difference between holy water and regular water? Nothing. There All is right. Well, there no you go. No difference. Well, look. Bring Maddie over on Sunday. There's also no difference between the blood of Christ and grape juice. <laughs> so. It's I don't. Just... I, I don't even know what the hell that is. Um, okay. Br- well, bring Bring Maddie over on Sunday, and you know what? I'll dunk her in Diddy's bowl. <laughs> she would enjoy it. <laughs> oh God, I love talking about religion. Um, <laughs> I'm glad. It's it's so wayward and wild. Uh, it's you, wild. Did it's you, wild. Did you watch Midnight Mass? Uh, like a movie? Uh, it's what on, is Midnight it's Mass? On, did you watch the the Haunting of Hill House? Heck no. Uh, you don't like scary stuff? Nope, not at all. Right, then never mind. Um. <laughs> Never I mind. did watch Jesus Camp though. Jesus There's a documentary called Jesus Camp. That will blow your mind. Uh give me a tweet length review or synopsis of it. Um, why Catholicism is a cult. Well, they're all fucking cults. I mean, except for Judaism. <laughs> well, I know that. Except for Judaism. But it's t- it's terrifying. If you want a reason not to be religious, watch that. Um I uh, hold let me, I agree with you, except for Judaism. It is more like a club. Like, you can come hang okay. with us. You can come hang okay, with us. Okay, just because you're Jewish doesn't mean that you can say that yours is better than everybody else's. Not better, just not cultish. Like, it's a club. I disagree. You can come hang out. 
We're chill. You guys have more holiday holidays than anybody else, and you guys have to fast more than anybody else. Yeah, because we're doing all that fucking drinking during the holidays. <laughs> um, That's right. So I'll give you a... So what my... I don't get symbolism, but Midnight Mass. Spoiler alert. Um, so this tiny little, like, New Hampshire Island, Cape Cod Island, very tiny community, very religious, like... The mayor is the school teacher, and 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 they all go to church. And there's a couple mm-hmm. of heathens. There's an old there's <laughs> an old heathen. there's an old ass priest, and I guess he goes on some tour of Israel. Like you see him at the Wailing Wall, and I was like, I learned about that in Hebrew school. Um, mm-hmm. he doesn't come back. So there's a new priest, young man. Keeps saying that you know the, the old the the priest or whatever the the religious title priest pastor reverend. I don't. They're so confusing. Fucking rabbi. Um, so he never came back, and the young guy is like, he eventually let it out of the bag. He's like, he's not coming back. He's he's not in good health. And then it gets all weird and shit and, and scary. Um, Wait, maybe I did see this. Is there a scene where like they they live in this like fishing fishing town, yes. and all these cats end up on the. Yes. yes, I did watch that. We right. watched that not that long ago. Did you finish that it? That was weird. No, because so, it, it was weird for me. It, Mike Flanagan is the creator. He did The Haunting of Hill House and The Haunting of Bly Manor. And okay. they're scary and there's some jump scares, but to me, they're just, they're very sad. It's um, weird, man. It is, it is weird. So I'll tell you the weird part since you didn't make it through it. Yeah, no, go ahead. I, and I don't think they answered why the cat... Oh, 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 I remember why. But there's way too many cats for that one tiny island. So, the old guy, uh, Wailing Wall, somehow gets lost in the desert like he's fucking Moses, stumbles into a cave, and finds a demon. And thinks he's found some, I don't know, apostle of gargoyle or of Jesus? Uh-huh. The gargoyle... Eats him, and he's thirty years old again. That thirty-year-old goes back to the fishing town. The priest, the the young guy who said the old guy wasn't coming back, was uh-huh. the old, was the old guy. Was the old guy. Meanwhile, this gargoyle thing with big bat wings, um, which it hates the light. It Don't came. Everybody. It came back with the priest. How? I have no idea. Um, it's a movie. It's a TV show. And uh, it started oh, yeah. It started eating a lot of people. Um, so my takeaway from it, and it, it, whether this was the, the author, and, and I guess the author was, he had a lot, or the creator had a lot of religion in his youth and forced on him or what, and this was his interpretation. But I was like, that's what happens when you want to get too deep into a religion. A fucking demon comes out with you. <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong. <laughs> oh. um, well, good luck with uh, the wedding. Uh, that's two in a week. Uh, two in two weeks. That's that's exhausting. It's a lot. Yep. I didn't even know Josh had a sister. What's her name? Erica. Erica. That's the. And who is she marrying? She's marrying AJ. AJ, and uh, so she'll no longer be a fry. What will she be? Uh, I think Smith. I'm pretty sure his last name is Smith. Good luck to the Smith fry wedding. Uh, I'm assuming your mom and dad, is Tyler going? Uh, no, no, it's pretty small. I think okay. it's just, just us. Okay. All right, well, um, have a good weekend. I'm glad you're alive. You too. Are you going to the tree lighting tonight? Absolutely not. Um, oh, oh, Okay. <laughs> No, I have, I, I you know, that's GCS what, is playing. I, oh, it's too, they don't do, so they're going to do Glass City Steel, like Jamaican tropical music in the, in the dead of winter. Yep. All right. Well, if I'm there for that, if I want to hear that kind of music, I will actually go to an island during the holidays because I don't want to be in Toledo. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, I do love them. Um, I have never been to the lights before Christmas. What? Never, the line the line is too long to get in. It's it's cold. Uh, half the people but you they, can go on certain days that it's not as busy. 
half the people getting engaged, it ain't going to work. And the half of that half is probably already cheating on the other person. And I don't want to say any snarky. You're so cynical. I don't want to say any. You know that I'm right, though. I don't want to say any snarky comments. And I'm not um, saying you're not. You're not right, but it's still something you should experience, especially for as long as you have lived in Toledo. Well, that was going to be one of the topics. That, look, asshole, I'm sure there's some very Toledo things that you've never done. <laughs> Possibly. But that's like, at the t- that's like in the top five. Well, I'm Jewish. Have them put a... Have them do the <gasps> holiday light. You le- can't appreciate lights. When it's that cold, I'll do it from afar. I'm pretty sure there's a lit up menorah there somewhere. We'll find out. I I did go for a work thing to the Indian Creek lights last week. Um, I know. Was that good? It was nice. We we enjoyed, uh, we took Maddie there. Um, And I'm not like big on zoos uh, when I feel like they have a very small habitat. But it seemed nice and okay. When did you go? Uh, Over the summer, I think. Well, this is—they've never done this before. This is holiday lights. No, I know. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. We went like just to the regular zoo. Oh, I love that Um, zoo. Like, I think it's incredibly awesome that like they're wild bison and African animals like in Lambertville. (laughs) Yeah, I just I always like to make sure that they're being treated. I think they are. You know what I mean? I think they are. It was a good time, and you get to drive through, so it's neat. Um. You probably saw the picture, but I'll I'll describe it again, for because I didn't I didn't do it on the podcast. Uh, they they actually were very kind and they created like a K100 and a Q105 uh, light because we're the sponsors. And yeah, I saw that. That was cool. I, I walked away from that, and as soon as I was ten feet away from that, fucking Carl the camel. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's in the middle of the area, and then. He is matching my steps because I'm walking like towards him. He's matching me step for step. He's like, this motherfucker has carrots on him. And <laughs> I I get over there and It's I'm all like, the apples you eat. It's not apples, but um you can you can uh feed like half the animals there. It's a very cool experience and it is very different from our zoo, which you can only like feed. Feeding the giraffe. the giraffe is really cool. Yeah, you can feed like half these animals. Like they'll literally give you a a, a bucket of like celery and carrots. Mm-hmm. But yeah. but Carl, like he knows. Like they're they're all smart animals. He's like this dude over here. He's got the good shit. But they saw he saw a human walking over, and he's like he's got food. And then he's staring me down like Andre does when he wants to eat. And I'm like, dude, I know this look. I don't have food for you. Yeah, but the likelihood of a human carrying food in that environment is very high. So he's yes. going to assume that every human yeah. that walks past him is going to feel his belly. The look on that dude, though, it would, it, he was shaming me. He was at, he's like, how, how you, how dare you come over to my exhibit or whatever, whatever you call it without carrots or celery. He's like, leave human goodbye. That's true. How dare you go to his house and not bring an offering? I did want to pet him. But I didn't want to wind up on some YouTube video or, or like, uh, <laughs> what's, what's the... This the, dummy reached his hand in yeah. to pet the camel and what, he bit his hand off. What's the, the black website with all the wild videos that we used to watch? Oh, gosh. I don't know. World Star. <laughs> World Star. Yeah. I don't... Like, he looked calm enough, but... And I, I, I think I sense animals pretty well, but I did not want to be on some animal version of World Star. Hilarious, uh, but it, it is a good place, and uh, it's de- it's different from our zoo. So, but no, I'm not going to the lights. Like, okay, well, I'm just. It was flurrying. La- it was flurrying the second I stepped I stepped foot out of the uh, station last night. And I ran to my. It car. is cold AF right now. Yeah, yeah. I again, I don't have a problem with the holidays. I have a problem with the weather where we live during the holidays. Oh no, I'm fine with the weather because I have a heated blanket. Yeah. No. It's called layers. I know, but I don't like. I don't like that. Like I, I, and there, there's like an old axiom that I learned. Like there is no cold weather. There's just bad clothing. So like, be prepared for the situation, and that's no. Great. You can layer up, and then it hides all your fat. So then you can just like eat, eat your feelings. 
and that's through the cold months. That's the other unsaid thing when it's like you can just layer up. It lets you right, just layer up, and nobody yes. knows if you just have a sweater underneath your coat or if you're just fat. Right, right. Yeah, I don't want to hear. Any, I don't want to hear anything about like COVID nineteen pounds. Everybody already added that <laughs> from, the, from their winter time eating anyway. That's right. That's, that's right. It's not COVID. And that's why people think I am like. The, people have called me skinny before when I'm like I have weight issues, and they they're all kinds of incredulous. It's because we live in a very. You do have skinny chicken legs. Uh, I I don't know what to tell you. It's not it's not my fault. I hate my jeans. Oh my god. So, all right, well, enjoy the wedding and uh, enjoy the baptism. I hope they don't give you a bill. And while you're there, go, hey, we do a bris as well? No, I'm not doing that. All right. All right, I will will talk to you soon. Good luck with this weekend, all right? Okay. Bye. Bye. Um, A couple of things to get to. So hang on. I I didn't want to – Alex and I might have gotten to this – some nerd things. I'm more so there. I I'm a is in my teenage years. The top of my nerd love was Star Trek stuff. Love Star Trek: the Next Generation. Was so happy um, when Patrick Stewart came back for Picard. My my heart became a different color than black for a day. Um, I cried during it several times. Um, I'm glad there's another season, even though he looks very old. We're in the fourth season of, uh, I don't want to say the rebirth of Star Trek, because we had the movies, which were fine. Not my Star Trek, but the rebirth of Star Trek on TV with uh, Soniqua Green-Martin, who used to be on The Walking Dead. She left that to become the face, the star of the new Star Trek series called Star Trek Discovery. So, uh, uh, and I like the show. I'll get to the button. Um, and I, I kind of marvel and I'm in awe. They have made a focus on making sure it's not just a bunch of white dudes or white people. And the bridge of discovery is the front of it. The people making sure that ship don't crash are women. And like I have never had a problem with female leads or obviously people of color leads. Benjamin, Captain Benjamin Sisko from Deep Space Nine was a badass. Um, but if I don't like the actor, the character, eh, yeah, but I like these characters. They're great. So ladies do your thing. Um, so that's great. If you're looking for a show with a lot of diversity and, uh, it took a couple of seasons. If you're a Star Trek fan and you've been missing this, it took like (sighs) the third season when it, when it finally matched the Star Trek ethos. Um, in the, the one way that it doesn't, so Star Trek, the one thing that many people overlook, there's always like a Star Trek, Star Wars battle. Star Trek was always best on TV over the course of like 42 minutes. And they told great episodes and they talked about powerful causes, um, even the, the original version. And it was, it was more about morality and ethics than it was, Weapons and fighting. Like, that that was part of it because you ran into some badass space aliens that you had to stick a phaser in their face too often. Or sometimes Jean Picard would just be a diplomat and out-diplomat them, especially with the Romulans. Because as Commander Riker said, Captain Picard says, there's always a game of chess with the Romulans. I think everyone has left the podcast now. <laughs> um, but what I don't like about the show is... And this is just, t- it, 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 it's TV today. And like I said, the show has finally matched the ethos, the spirit of Star Trek after a couple of seasons where it definitely wanted to make sure they were bringing in non-Star Trek people. Like there was a, uh, a reference to the last TV show in the early 2000s and they had the sound from that show and it felt good last night. But it's guilty of what, makes TV so great now as we get past, like we were in, we're, we're the prestige era of TV, Sopranos and The Wire, and then we got to Game of Thrones and Walking Dead. Everything was serialized. And Star Trek had, especially Deep Space Nine, it was serialized over like three seasons, a great arc of war. But for the most part, it was just episodic. 
And I miss that I miss that aspect of Star Trek. Now, you can't be episodic because sometimes episodic. Uh, it helps you feel like 24 to 26 episodes of a season, which we have now like 8, 10, 12. Network TV, there's more, but streaming stuff, they're not that long. And we get great quality TV shows that cost probably five times more to produce than a regular network TV show. So I get it. But they're... In every season of this new show, like, I would kick Sonequa Green Martin, I would kick her character, like, away. Like, go away. Because everywhere she is, something, something threatens the cosmos. Like, it's the most galactically challenging issue. Like, they just can't go, I don't want to make anything too nerdy, but they just can't have, like, a nice laid-back episode. Like... The universe is always at stake every season. The first season, she started a war with the worst aliens you could start a war with. The second season, AI was going to wipe out flesh beings and any kind of human or alien to take over the universe. Last season, half the ships in the universe blew up if they were moving at the time um, because of a child a bored child, this season, it seems that there's some kind of galactic shockwave spreading through the universe, and they turned a planet into Alderaan from Star Wars last night where it just exploded. Uh, A couple of other nerdy things that look like uh, Scarlett Johansson is going to do another Marvel project, not acting probably. I said to a friend, oh, oh, so they, they fucked her over with paying for Black Widow and getting her the appropriate money because it went to streaming. So this is the uh, this is the thank you. Um, this is the we're we're sorry we're apologizing. She can produce or direct, and I'm sure it'll be great. But yeah, she's getting hers with that. Also, uh, there's rumors that Sony is going to work on a live action Miles Morales movie, the Into the Spider Verse stuff. And um, as we move farther away from the heroes that everyone knows, Hulk, Captain America. Thor, Iron Man. And really, people, when this thing got going, people knew Hulk and Captain America. And as we move a little bit away from Spider-Man too, the original Peter Parker one, and we go to Eternals and Celestials. And we'll get the Fantastic Four and the X-Men back, but these unfamiliar characters or the deepening of Wanda and Loki and the new Captain America. I always thought there was going to have to be some kind of like linchpin or bridge to people that are younger than us, but still like um, comic books. And younger people who are superhero fans know Miles Morales. In the same way that I grew up with Spider-Man, eight-year-old Eric's know Miles Morales. He's their Spider-Man. And it only made sense to bring him to live action because he was going to be a great bridge to all fandoms of all ages within the next decade or so. I think I hit everything for today. I wasn't thinking I was going to get to the dysthymia stuff. Please don't let my distress and deflation over what I read last night ever stop you from getting help. Um, Because where I was without medication, I was on the fast track towards killing myself. I I might not have made it unmedicated to 42. But here I am. And... Being this is a lot better than being what I was.